Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. So I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Listen, everybody, we have done probably four or five episodes in the 400 about websites. But here's the thing. We never really got to the crux of the issues with most people's websites. And so today we've got Manda Shevchik. Now here's the deal. So she, anyway, before I get to here's the deal, her company is Hyperpony Studio. We're going to talk a lot more about that in just a few minutes, but we are going to dive into the, in my opinion, and luckily I think Manda agrees that we're going to talk about the most important page on your website that most of you have just failed miserably, which is the about us page. Everybody goes there. Amanda's got all sorts of wonderful statistics and stuff that we're going to be talking about today. But anyway, Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Now, here's the deal. Why are the about us pages so bad? And and before you answer that, though, why are you so passionate about websites just in general? I think that a lot of people think of their website as a checkbox item, right? I have a logo, check. I have a website, check. And they just, they, they take whatever they would put into a brochure and they put it on a website and they're done. And then they go and spend a lot of time, effort, and money on other marketing things, right? Like they dig into social media and to digital ads and they're having in-person events and they're hosting webinars and they're going out there and trying to partner up with people and get referrals. And the thing that they forget is that all of that leads back to their website. So it doesn't matter how much time and energy and money you put into other marketing if you haven't presented yourself well on your website. And I have talked to advisors who say that they know for sure they have lost clients just because of their website. They had referrals from current clients who spoke of them very highly, said, you've got to work with this person. And they got to the website and they're like, eh, no. It's one of those things where people think of it as a must have, but not necessarily something that they're going to spend a lot of time, effort and money on. And that's a mistake. One of the things that Kirk and I talk about on when I'm interviewing him all the time is uh, you can't half-ass your marketing. You have to whole-ass your marketing and you have to whole-ass your website, right? And the other thing that we have been talking a lot about here at Proudmouth is owned audience. And really the only way to get to an owned audience is to get their email and get that opt-in and everybody does that from their website. That's where everybody does it. And yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right here with you, sister. I'm, I'm so happy to have you on because we're going to talk about all things that, that have to do with the most important component of your website, which is the about us section. This is one of those things where, and I'm leading you here because we we talked about this in our pre-record call, but is the about us page a highly visited page? Yes. I have been in the backend analytics of, I don't even know how many websites across industries, big websites, small websites, huge firms, small firms, and 
obviously the most visited page is the homepage, but the second most visited page is the about page. People tend, and you can actually see in the analytics, the journey people take when they land on your homepage, where do they go next? They go straight from the homepage to the about page because people want to know who they're going to be working with. What are you seeing that they're doing wrong? Why, we're going to start negative before we go positive. What are you seeing that in those analytics, because I'm assuming if the about us page sucks, the bounce rate's high. Right. So I think that, and let, we'll just stick with financial advisors here and leave all those other websites to the side. I think that financial advisors take a lot of kind of tips and advice from different places, but they forget that what they're selling is very different. So financial advisors are not trying to sell tickets to a conference or a book. They are selling a long-term relationship with somebody who is trusting them with their lives, with their families, with their legacy, with their money, with their home, with everything that makes up their lives. And so you can't do that the same way you would sell a book. And when you're deciding on a financial advisor, financial advisors want to say, here's my services. And they give you a nice list of services. And then they want to say, and here's my bio and here's how smart I am. And here's what school I went to. And here's a headshot of me, right? The same kind of headshots that you see in the yearbook. And the problem is that to the rest of us, none of that means anything because guess what? You all have a headshot. You all went to school and are educated and you all have the same stinking list of services. What am I going to do when I'm trying to decide who it is I'm choosing? I'm. It comes down to the person. And Matt, you say this all the time. It comes down to the person. And so when I'm looking for an advisor, you guys all do retirement planning. You guys all can hook me up with a great IRA. You guys all can hook me up with a nice estate plan. But who is the person I want on the other side of the phone when I'm going through something big, when I'm losing my parents or my husband gets sick and I worry like what's going to happen to our income if he passes away? I want a very special person on the other side. And I'm not going to be able to tell if you're that person with just a headshot in a bio, which is what we're seeing on every about page across the industry. There's a lot to unpack there because what I'm hearing, so part of my job here is to play the tapes of our listeners to the advisors. And one of the things that advisors have said to me over the years in marketing and branding is, Manda, I'm not really that different from a products and services standpoint. So how do help us with that, right? Yeah, they all offer 401k plans and retirement plans and life and health insurance, a lot of them. Maybe they offer real financial planning, a subscription model, maybe they do advanced estate planning, maybe they're tax focused. And advisors are like, yep, check. How, what, how do they move away from the sea of sameness with the About Us page? Okay, so I have actually six things that you can do to blow out your About page and you're definitely going to be different from everyone else. Because what you have to realize is that when people are online and they're researching, they are not researching your services. They are researching you because you're the person that they have to deal with. And I actually, just to make this point, I like to remind people about how often you hire someone just because you like them, how you stay with a barber who doesn't give you great haircuts because you love the conversation or because you go to a mechanic. You have no idea if he's good at his job, but he doesn't make you feel like an idiot. So you go there anyway. You hire the painter who makes you feel like he's going to 
treat your house well and, and you're going to be comfortable having him in your home, you don't go to all the houses he's ever painted and see which one looks the best. You're not comparing in that way. You really are hiring people based on if you feel a connection to them, if you like them, and you can get a lot of that out in your about page because you have to realize when people come to your website, they're there because they already know who you are. They already know what you do, right? They're there for a reason. And now this is the deciding factor. This is the fork in the road where they're going to decide, am I going to pick up the phone and call this person? Am I going to continue this relationship? Or is this person not a good match for me? And anyone who's ever been on a dating site knows how quickly you make that decision. <laughs> you know, it doesn't take very long for you to think this is somebody I can work with versus not. And I just finished a website for somebody. And it's funny because his entire kind of aura is down to earth, family guy. He works with other families. It's just very important to him that he gives these families peace of mind. And I'm his target market. And I showed the page to my husband. And the first thing out of his mouth was, I'd work with these guys. And isn't that what you want, right? That's what you want. And so the things we're going to talk about here, these six things are going to help you get that reaction, hopefully. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's go. I'm excited. All right, all start right. with number one. What do you got? Number one. Number one is to realize that there are going to be people who land on your about page that never see the rest of your website. So if I'm interested in Matt Halloran and I Google your name, Google's not going to take me to your homepage. It's going to take me to the page that has your name on it. So a lot of people actually land on your website on the about page. So you need to consider the fact that nobody has read your homepage. Nobody has read your services page. This is the only page that they've seen. And you've got to get that in your head because otherwise you're leaving people without enough information. So even though you've already said it on your homepage, on your about page somewhere, you need a clear and concise statement in plain English that tells people what you do, who you work with, how you help. Wow. Okay. I didn't even think about that from a search perspective. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think that many people put that on their about page and it's extremely important and it's an easy thing to do. It doesn't take up a lot of room. Some people will use their mission statement instead, which is just as good as long as it's clear and concise. Not one of those flowery mission statements that doesn't really mean anything and belongs in a Hallmark card. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our mission is to have people trust and like us and give us all of their money. All right. So there's number one. Number two, what do we got? Number two. Um, so when it comes to pictures, you've got the standard headshot, right? The one that looks like a yearbook photo. And it's the same picture we've been taking since first grade. And everybody needs a standard headshot. But you want to think of some things. First of all, make sure it's current. I cannot tell you how many times <laughs> I have set up a meeting with somebody, went to their website, saw their picture, and then I meet them and they're 10 years older. They're 30 pounds heavier. They're, they have completely different haircuts or completely different colored hair. And the problem with that is, is that you don't want your first impression to be, whoa, this guy is older than I thought, or whoa, this, this isn't the same person I was expecting. And so they're not hearing you when you're talking at that point. They're looking at you and they're thinking like, wait, is this the same person? Yeah. <laughs> is this the same person I thought? And so it needs to be current. It needs to be you. So if you're meeting with your clients in a suit and tie, 
wear a suit and tie. If you're meeting with your clients in a hoodie, wear a hoodie. I had a, I had a client who said to me that he actually, in his pictures, he's not wearing a jacket. He's not wearing a tie. He's wearing a dress shirt. And he had somebody say, if you can't wear a jacket, I don't want to work with you. And his response, not to their face, but was essentially, that's probably not going to be a good match for us anyway. We're a more laid back firm and we have more laid back clients. And it doesn't matter that you look a certain way. It just needs to be you so that people are getting what they expect. Now, when we're done with this today, I'm actually going to give you a URL where I'm going to be sharing for free all of the notes that we went over today. And in that PDF, I know, in that PDF is also going to be some really great examples of real life advisors out there who have done a great job with their photos and some links to some YouTube videos and to some articles that tell you how to go about making sure your photos are great if you can't afford a professional. If you can afford a professional, by all means, hire one because it makes you look like a professional. So you want the standard headshot, but the magic comes when you add the other photos. Do not stop with one photo, okay? Because there is more to you than the guy behind the desk or the girl behind the desk. And so what you want is a couple of other pictures that show you as a human being. You want a photo, maybe, if you're comfortable, of you and your family, a photo of your dog, a photo that you took when you were out hiking, you cheering for your favorite team, anything that makes you a person and shows that you have a home life, you have hobbies, you're it's going to be one of those things that people can connect with you with. They can be like, oh, I saw you cheering for the Vikings. Too bad. I'm a Bears fan. It's a nice way to start a conversation. And it helps get people out of their head a little bit of seeing you as someone who's scary. I think that there's a little intimidation involved, I think, when you're going to somebody and you're laying it out. I always say that going to financial advisors is like going to a doctor, putting on the paper thing and just being naked. That's how you feel when you lay out your finances in front of somebody. And so to know they're a real person, they've got three kids, they play in the backyard, they like to go to Disneyland for vacation, like those things make them feel like someone that you'd like to know. And so that's really important. So do not stop with one picture. I'm going to... One of my favorite stories, it actually just happened recently. I had posted a picture on LinkedIn wearing a Santa hat, and it was talking about how I go around to stores dressed with a Santa hat, and little kids think I'm Santa, and I try to at least humor that or at least foster that little bit of magic. And we got 10,000 impressions. We had all sorts of comments, and it wasn't had nothing to do with Proudmouth. It had nothing to do with our podcast, our Manage Influence Services, our academy. It had to do with me and my partner, and I've told this story hundreds of times, his still to this date, the most interacted post he ever got on LinkedIn was him and his family down by the water in Ontario. And so I love that you're saying that, and thank you for that. One of the things that we say all the time on the show is you have to unapologetically be yourself. People want to know the you because you are the only you there is, and you have no competition. All right, so that was number two. We're at number three. We're at number three. All right, let's go. All right. So number three is you got to have a bio, but no, (laughs) nobody wants to read a traditional bio. Nobody wants to read your resume. So when you're writing for a website, you have to remember people do not read. They skim. So we have to be short. We have to be concise and we have to make it easy to digest. And so if you want to get in your work history and your education and those types of things, bullet points. 
Do not make me read through it. Just tell me, bam, here's my certifications. Bam, this is where I went to school. That's all I need to know. And then tell me a story. I want to know why you became a financial advisor. I want to know what you love about your job. And I want to know what it feels like to be one of your clients. I want to feel that you're really passionate for your job and for your clients. And that is going to trump a bio any day of the week. Because again, I feel like I know you a little bit. I understand you a little bit. And so many financial advisors have got amazing stories. One advisor that I'm friends with, he lost his dad. He watched his mom really struggle with money growing up. And it just got into his head. I've got to fix this for my family. And now he really prides himself in working with people who are in similar situations. And those kinds of things drive people. And those kinds of things make you feel connected to someone. It makes you feel like this is someone who really cares. And I think that it helps get rid of that kind of Hollywood persona that financial advisors have about being cold hearted, money grubbing. Yeah. Like Armani suit. I think that it's time to retire that and show, you know, what these guys really do and women, when I say guys, I mean everyone, I should stop doing that. What they do for their clients, which is just, they're there for them 24 seven. It's amazing. Write your story. While you're writing your story, try to write like you speak. And I know that is something that is easier said than done, but a trick, which I think Jessica agrees with me on this one, is to read it out loud. And if it doesn't feel like you, write it again. You didn't do it right. And so as soon as you can read it and it feels like you, then you're good to go. Now, if you're not a writer, that's okay. Or if you want to bump it up a notch, forget writing a story and throw in a video because video is a shortcut to trust. Letting people see your face, letting people hear your voice, letting people see how emphatically you love what you do. And it does not need to be a fancy video. You don't need to hire anyone or go out and get a great camera with the phones we have and a nice outdoor lighting. You're fine. Just make sure people can hear you. Make sure that the audio is good. And so if you have the opportunity, definitely video. So that's number three. All right. Two things. Number one, we have something called a perfect content formula, which is storytelling, education, entertainment, call to action. And all of that, I love that you brought up stories. In fact, today uh, I just did my pre-record call with a guy who has his PhD in storytelling, and he's going to be a guest on the show coming down the pipeline. I heard him on another podcast that my wife really loves, and he was just absolutely fantastic. So there's number one. Number two, in the Pod Rocket Academy, we have a course shot by Katie Braden, who many people know, uh, to do exactly what Manda is talking about how to shoot really good video by using your phone uh, and the lighting and all of that stuff. And that's in our Pod Rocket Academy. So uh, I love that you brought that up because I'm going I'm to default to watch a video, Amanda. That's just what I'm going to do. Now, I read really fast and I listen to podcasts on 1.5 times speed because people talk too slow for me. But video... I don't change anything because I'm absorbing so much more. Their facial expressions, what they're wearing, their micro expressions, their pauses, their pace, their pentameter, that's really important. All right, number four. Go ahead, sister. Number four, add some personal tidbits, things that can start conversations. Are you a Cubs fan? Do you have a boat? Do you play the guitar? Do you knit? Do you volunteer? Do you coach? Do you teach? Do you? It doesn't matter really what it is. It just is a really great way for someone to feel like they have some sort of connection to you. You will be shocked how many people will call you up and say that they're calling you just because you do X, Y, and Z, or just because you like X, Y, and Z. You've got a favorite band. You've got a favorite. It doesn't matter. 
put it in there. Obviously, nothing polarizing that's going to start spark any fires. Yeah. But for sure, just some things that make you and things that people can use as conversation starters, because when they it really is a nerve wracking thing to call a financial advisor. And so to have that kind of opening line to say, oh, I called you because I saw that you went to the University of Michigan, or I called you because I saw you really enjoy fishing, or I called you because I see that you're a car aficionado, whatever it is, it's something that made me feel a little bit closer to you. And it opened up some conversations. And so even if they're just bullet points, I've got on my website, I think I've got like boxes that talk about, oh, my favorite new movie, the thing in life that ticks me off the most. The, and once we have done all of those things, now people start to feel like they know you a little bit, right? So now the next thing we have to do on your about page is establish some trust. So number five, so we've got them to get to know you. Now they have to trust that you can do your job. So number five, number one thing is to try if compliance will allow it put some sort of testimonials on your website. And before you just put your foot down and say, no, talk to your compliance team. I think that a lot of times people are shocked at how much they will try to compromise with you. And depending on your set of rules that you have to follow, depending on the kind of establishment that you are, you may or may not be able to do it. But if you can, just testimonials talking about how you always pick up the phone, how you got somebody through a hard time, how they know that you're always there for them, how they feel so comfortable with you, how they would recommend you to their friends. It does not need to be money related. It can't be money related, but those kinds of things go a long way because it makes me feel like, okay, somebody else is happy with them. Someone else has actually worked with them. And then go ahead and share. This is the place to share your accolades. Everyone likes to do it on their homepage, which is obnoxious. So instead, <laughs> I, I like to do it on the about page. So if you've been featured in a podcast, you've been featured on a mag in a magazine, you wrote a book, you won an award, all of that kind of stuff goes here because you want people to know that you're really good at what you do. I love all of that. There's so many different, man, we could go on 20 different tangents there. But so here's the I want to talk just a little bit. So I was at a conference recently and we were outside eating lunch. This was in Las Vegas. It was eerily cold for Las Vegas. So we're sitting outside and we're eating lunch and I'm sitting down with somebody and somebody said, Hey, I listen to your podcast, blah, 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 blah. I know who you are. And he said, tell me something that a lot of people don't know about you. And I was like, I think everybody knows this about me, but I have chickens, right? But I'm going to tell you a chicken thing very quickly because I'm very, I love the fact that we have chickens and they leave us wonderful food and they're very amenable. They're nice and they're friendly and whatever. But I actually purchased the entire series of a science fiction writer because on her banner, it said, I write books about chickens. Now, none of the books I bought were about chickens, but that's the funny thing, right? It's like, you got it. You find that hook, right? And Amanda, your site is so good about that. Like when I see that sort of stuff, I think a lot of advisors just are afraid to talk about it because they're like, people don't want to know that. And I'm so glad that you're highlighting how important those sorts of things are. And by seeing thousands of websites, which you've seen over the time, and you know, on the back end analytics that people are staying there longer, if there's more and better and complete information. All right. So that was five. So now we're on number six. Now we're on number six. So this is our last one. And this is one that I cannot believe people don't just do naturally, but they forget on their about page, you've got people who are connected to you, they like you, they trust you, and then you forget to tell them how to contact you. 
don't make somebody go to a separate page to find your contact information. They are ready like you. They're ready to go. Get them while they're ready. And so on your about page, you want to go ahead and give them everything that you're comfortable giving them. Give them your phone number, your email address, your Calendly link right there on your about page. And then this is another thing that advisors forget. And I'm talking even big RIAs forget this. Not everyone is ready to call you today, but that doesn't mean they're not ready to start some sort of a relationship with you. Don't forget to give them something to continue that relationship. So don't forget to tell them about your podcast, about your blog, about your LinkedIn account, about your newsletter, and give them a very easy way to find and subscribe to all of those things right there on your about page. When we came up with, it used to be called the perfect podcasting formula, and then we realized that it's actually the perfect content formula. Everything that you're saying, again, so storytelling, we just talked about that, education, entertainment, so you have to educate them on who you are. You actually have to show your personality, which is what we refer to as entertainment, and then you have to have the call to action. If you are looking at any page on your website, you have to have those four things there. And thank you so much for the call to action component, Amanda. This is one of the things that drives me insane. If I'm on a website and I can't easily connect with you in the preferred method that I want to, you're done. You're dead to me. Now, the other thing that you said too, and I was just at Market Council Summit recently, and they had their chief compliance officer on stage. And one of the things that he was talking about, which you had highlighted, which is please talk to your compliance department about testimonials and how you can get testimonials. Because with the right disclosures and disclaimers on the front end and the back end, front end and back end, by the way, that you can actually have a video testimonial of somebody who looks like me, sounds like me, maybe lives in the same area, has some of the same things. When people see themselves already as your client, because that's the storytelling component, all of the sudden that you're never selling anymore. Basically, people are coming to you ready to buy. So you need to make it super easy for them. All right, Amanda, listen, we could talk about websites all day long. And I want to thank you very much for humoring me on being so specific about one aspect of websites that you and I both know just advisors suck at. But taking these six things can make a big difference. Now. I am sure that there are going to be people who are going to want to engage with you, have you look at their website. I don't necessarily know entirely everything that you offer. And I know that you're going to have, you know, that free resource for everybody, which by the way, will be in show notes. But if somebody wants to reach out and find out more about who you are and engage with you, where should they go? So the easiest thing to do is just to Google me. That is the one upside to having the last name that I have. I'm the only Amanda Shefchik anywhere. And so if you just copy and paste it right out of the podcast into Google, you'll find me. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I post marketing tips all the time on LinkedIn. And my website is hyperponystudio.com. And I do work with advisors of all sizes. So for larger firms, I do ongoing marketing consulting, depending on what their specific needs are. For smaller medium firms, I do custom web design and branding packages. And then for individual advisors on smaller budgets, I actually do website coaching to help them take their current websites and turn them into more effective websites. And for advisors who are transitioning to independent, I actually offer little starter packages where they can get their branding, their website, and all their marketing templates in one place so that they're just ready to roll when they launch their new business.
Amanda, listen, I want to thank you. First off, if you're not following Amanda on LinkedIn, you're missing out on unbelievable content. You are, you're like a workhorse sister. The amount of thought that you put into it and the quality of stuff. In fact, I want everybody to know that's actually how we met through LinkedIn. Jessica, who you had referred to earlier, who's our, our marketing person here. She said, Matt, you need to start following her. I started following you. I'm like, holy crap, this is really great stuff. But just to wrap this all up into a nice little bow, you have to own the audience nowadays because right now you're renting them on social media. You're renting them with lead generation companies. You don't own those relationships. Your website is the place that is where people are going to go. And that's when they opt in. Stuff is really going to be changing here in 2024 and 2025 about all sorts of different ways that people are gleaning information on the internet because they're really upping the privacy standards. Third-party cookies are a perfect example of that. So you have to get people to opt in. And then when they opt in, don't blast the hell out of them every 15 minutes with a social media post or an email Make sure that you're finding a good cadence. And that's another thing that I know, Amanda, that you've been doing this for so long that you can help that with your ongoing marketing. So Amanda, you're fantastic. Thank you much for being on the show. I just want to make sure that anyone who wants to can grab the the PDF that I'm going to put together. And so I'm actually going to be launching, it's free, but it's for advisors only, an email academy where I'm going to send really deep marketing tips that I can't post on LinkedIn because they're too in-depth freebies, checklists, guides, industry showcases so that you can see what other advisors are doing, makeovers before and afters to show how you can improve stuff, and then lots of advice to drive more prospects to your website. Now, you have to actually apply for it because it's for financial advisors only. And so if you want to apply, it's hyperponystudio.com forward slash subscribe. And anyone who applies gets the PDF from today's episode. And I'll have all of the advice that we talked about today, some extra tips that you can apply to your website and some real life examples so that you can really see how to do it right. And thank you very much for that. Luckily, nobody except financial advisors listen to the show. So that, that's, I don't think, we don't think we have like real estate and stuff, but Amanda, thank you very much for that. That's wonderfully generous. And thank you for that. And everybody, listen, there's so much great resource out there for you. Take advantage of these sorts of things, because if you don't, then you're really missing out. There are so many creators out there who are really working really hard to try to drive home these marketing points because like, like Manda, all of us here at Proudmouth, our goal is to fundamentally change the way that you view marketing today because most of you are still marketing like it's the 1900s. Just so you know, it's not the 1900s anymore. We're well into the 2020s, right? And if you want to know more about the other things that we do here at Proudmouth, please check us out on the web. And more importantly, if you'd like to have some free resources, join the podrocketacademy.com. So for Amanda and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran. We'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Podrocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.